decided that um, I'd hit the Ufton Nature Reserve for my morning walk, my morning meeting walk space today. I like coming out here. It's a nice nature reserve. It's got about three or four little ponds in it. Various different wildlife, mostly birds and things in the summertime. Lots of different types of butterflies. But it's a nice track in the midst of built-up areas to come disappear into a little bit of nature. It's a very popular spot as you would imagine for dog walkers and also for bird watchers because I got a number of uh, bird huts here too so you can come with your binos sit in the hut chill out and watch the birds which is also a cool thing to do on my mind this morning couple things one I did a leadership program the other day for a group of new leaders and I should have known this I started to put my normal walking boots on because it does tend to get very muddy here but then I was thinking that hasn't really been raining that much in the last couple of days it'll probably be dry enough well, <laughs> anyway, yes, doing this, leading this workshop for some new leaders, group of new leaders, and we're taking them through, I mean, it's, we're at, you know, the basics of, you know, what is leadership kind of stage, or is that level of leadership course, but, you know, even as I'm saying that now, I'm thinking, even when I work with in quotation marks, experience, manager, stroke, leader, because I find in industry, lots of times, leader, manager is interchanged when they're absolutely two different disciplines. And so, even with a group of experienced managers, you kind of have to touch the basics so that we can clearly start with a baseline on what leadership is. So, one of or several of the components to leadership, and the only one that I really want to talk about in this particular cast is about values and about vision <clears throat> and I'll lightly touch on those 
and hold that thought for a second because where I want to end up is is talking about self-leadership. So yes, values, vision. So a leader has to have a vision, a compelling vision of the future and where they want to head to. Without a vision, where the heck is he leading people to? Why would I follow him if it's not a compelling vision? Right? So it's about the vision, wherever it applies to your thing that you're doing. It could be something very simple as a a race that you're doing as a team. Yeah. Or it could be an industry, the business and whatever the business is reason for existence is and what that particular leader's vision is for the shape of that business and where he or she sees it going in the future. Compelling vision, that's definitely a major, major component. The other one is about strong, personal values. Now there's always going to be an element of you know, company values. So if you work for another company that's not your own, regardless of the size, and that company has a set of values, but you'll always have your own personal core values. And then somewhere in there has to be a shared Values between leader and follower, say, or um, values, yep, and same with vision as well. Shared vision has to take place. The third component I won't talk about here is about the strategy or plan for getting in the direction. Because I was particularly interested in the values piece for this talk, because I was revisiting my core values. One, because they're there, but I don't actually really put them out there. You know, like on my website, they're not shown, they're not there. Um, And it was good that I did the course and ran that course, because, you know, I have my own business and it's just me, so I'm leading myself. But... You know, I had that little st- stop and think on the drive back from Bristol. This is actually one of the things that I'm building with the Coach Clay website is a community there. And that community, if it's going to be a community, I'm pausing to take a beautiful picture. And that community if it's going to be a community, it's going to need a leader. The leader has to be me. I need to step up into that into that space of leadership. So it's not just about me anymore. It's about the community creating a shared vision, attracting people with shared values, Oh, it's really getting crazy to muddy here. I should have known this. There's so many walkers and stuff that come through here that you kind of really 
taking a detour through the woods. Um, yeah, there's so much traffic, I guess, that goes to here that it keeps the ground pretty soggy. <laughs> um, so, yes, shared value. So, you know, for this community that I am building, creating, establishing, want to attract people who share the same values or at least have some values in common we won't always match up 100% because we're all individuals with different things that are important to us there'll be a sense of shared values in there so that means I gotta get my values out and visible so that folks can see what I stand for. Here's clay, here's Coach Clay. And these are my values. I can tell you what they are now. For me, the number one one, which is an interesting one, is about freedom, but it's freedom to explore. And I think I always have to add that last bit on It's not just freedom for me. It's the freedom to explore. And what I mean by that is that I have this real, and I don't know maybe if this connects with knowledge, but for me it's about freedom because it kind of encompasses a number of things. But just having the freedom to explore ideas, places, things, you know, I'm not boxed in to one rigid thought way, one way of behaving, one I just like not even like I love them I have to have this freedom to explore the quickest way to get me up in arms is to chip away at my freedom to restrain me in some way shape or form whether that's physically or in mindset or beliefs or any of that then I get crazy. <laughs> Absolutely, I get crazy. <laughs> Another one of my values, core values that is, we do have lots of values, but there's some that are core to you, is compassion. And compassion for me You know, it's like, you know, here we all are on this planet trying to survive, trying to thrive, trying to figure out why we're here even and what's it all about. You know, we're all here trying to make a life for ourselves in some shape, capacity or something or another. Um, And so for me in the compassion is understanding that we're all and since we're all in it together although we don't necessarily act that way and then we're, and then we're here and that you know if we could be compassionate towards one another maybe that lowers the barriers that we put up between us and we can understand each other a little bit better And I think without compassion, it's hard to 
have that level of empathy with other people. And we're screwed. <laughs> we can't figure that gig out, you know? We're definitely in trouble. Pausing for another picture. Another beautiful spot. So many beautiful spots along here. I'm just stopping. Well, it's turned into a swamp. It looks like a Florida swamp as I'm looking at it now. It's so, and it's because it's got all these fallen trees down. They're all full of moss. And it's all mucky. I feel like if I walked any further into it, I'll get sucked into the mud. But then the backdrop to that is the sun as it's climbing through the morning sky. Another core value of mine, which is probably closely related to, well, actually, as I'm thinking about that and about to say what I'm about to say, I'm thinking they're all close, has, there's a relationship, relationship between these. So my other core value is authenticity and people being real. Now, I don't mind what your beliefs are, or what your thoughts are, or who you support, or whether you're left wing, right wing, whatever, you know, whether you, I don't, it's, you know, it's your life as far as I'm concerned. But what I don't like is people who are inauthentic. That bothers me when you're trying to be someone or something that you're not. For whatever the reason is, you know, if you're genuine in it, you know, I'm with you. Even if I don't agree with you or don't like it or don't like you, <laughs> as long as you're genuine, I'm all right. <laughs> it's when you're being inauthentic that, um, yeah, then I get, <laughs> so authenticity, you know, being authentic, being true to self. And I think the people that I feel compelled to work with as a coach are people who are trying to find their authentic self and or and you actually you know I say fine but you already know your authentic self I think there's a lot of things that get in the way that stops us from being authentic I posted a, uh, a post up yesterday about um, you know being weird and it's okay to be weird and let your weirdness shine through because I think when people think well if I be my authentic self then people are going to think I'm weird <laughs> and then if I'm weird then they're going to shun me if they shun me then I won't be able to be a part of the crowd and the sound will change now because I've just walked into one of the bird hides and looks really nice. The little pond that's out the back here is a bit frozen. Because you know, it's a bit chilly out this joint today. Yes. Um, the hide. So yes, where was that? In terms of, oh yes, authenticity and the people that I 
tend to gravitate to work with it somehow they're hiding their true self and no so I said fine but I think it's helping people to un unlock or unleash their true self so to stop hiding their true self let yourself out be who you are who you want to be be it without any fear or reservations about that. And a lot of the coaching that I find myself ending up being in, you know, there's that, there's that reducing of barriers between the sort of ego self and who I ought to be or should be based off of other people's expectations of me or a belief system that I've adopted that holds me back. And I was um, with one of the folks I was working with a couple of days ago. It was exactly that we were having. It was just, you know, we were in between sessions and having a coffee break. And, you know, it emerged that this person, you know, what they... There was something that they really wanted to do in life, but their belief system and the words just came out, but I know that I can't do that um, thing. And so it's just a, it's just, it's a thing. And if I could do it, if I, if life wasn't the way life is, and I have to do this work for this company to earn a living and make a living, that this is the only way to do that. Um, but you can see that longing lookout that says, but man, what I would really love to be doing this other thing, but that's just not possible for me. And it's that kind of thing that, you know, I'm super crazy passionate about helping people to find, reconnect with themselves, eliminate these limiting beliefs like that. Because it's like, wow. And I know it, and you know, I've been in that circle as well. I still deal with the circle even on the outside. I mean, you know, you can only just take a look at my sort of work history of the business and, you know, the type of work that I do from time to time or have been doing in the past. And, you know, you can just see that, you know, there's a hanging on to wanting to present or work with you know, a particular type of client um, because of a belief system that's not wholly true. So, yeah, it's there. It happens to all of us. It's part of the, the uncovering the journey of the thing that we have to do to really, truly embrace our authentic self and be who we came here to be. So anyway, yeah, so authenticity is another of the core values. My other core value is creativity. And this one, man, this has just been with me since I could pick up some crayons <laughs> and draw and stuff. You know, it was a big 
artist as a little kid, you know, beyond, you know, the normal scribbling that we do as kids. Um, quite a good drawer as well, I can... Yeah, <laughs> but it's just one of those things that's always been with me. And I know that creativity does isn't drawing, but one of the ways it does manifest itself for me is in art and drawing. Um, but it always loved words and creative words and oh man poetry and so here's one of those ones um that i'm back around to which you may have seen me post on uh, did a blog post on this on coach clay because you know I, I love poetry and i was introduced to poetry properly where it really exploded for me i was 16 and I had an English professor who loved poetry. So, and I was doing an independent study, so we just had the greatest time exploring the greatest poets. Um, it was T.S. Eliot that really spoke to me. And that's maybe seemed like a very. Ooh. There's ice I'm breaking. I know that seems like a, a very dense poet for a 16-year-old to be attracted to, but man, the T.S. Eliot light me up. And so I've, once that introduction happened, the romantic poets as well, you know, poetry was just my thing. I used to write poetry a lot when I was in that age range. Um, then I went off to, you know, do the soldier thing and, and didn't do so much of it. Although I always had this thing, this classification of... Um, you know, there was, I once had this, like, warrior, warrior, the warrior king, the warrior soldier, and the warrior poet, I think, was the um, classifications that I used. Morning. Hello, buddy. Yeah, so, there was, yeah, so, yeah, warrior, warrior, warrior soldier, warrior poet, I think there was a, and warrior scholar not Warrior King, Warrior Scholar was the four. Um, and I always saw myself very much as a warrior poet in that sense when I was in, in my army days. With the picture time. Um, I don't remember where I was going now. <laughs> I've, I'm stopping for this picture. And I forgot. Ooh. Anyway. Classifications. Creativity. Ah, oh, yes. Creativity. Poetry. That's where I was at. And, yeah, so, love me some poetry, man. Um, and then I had a time, and in fact, I've, you know, I've written my poetry book. So this is, was it before my, just before my 30th, birthday, 40th birthday, I was like, I gotta write my poetry book, and so when I was 39, I was like, you know what, I'm gonna get one of these things written and done before I hit 40, so I started with, it was gonna have, pretty much be a chat book, in the sense it was gonna have 40, 40 poems in it, I think it's got quite a bit more than that, um, not a whole bunch more than that, but yes, anyway, thousand bullets gone astray and I spent 
a lot of time, you know, writing the poems and being in that space and allowing myself to be in that space and doing the performance poetry, open mic poetry nights. Loving it, because poetry or spoken word has seemed to have made a resurgence at a particular point in time. Still there on the scene, but it just, as it was re-emerged, it was like, ah, finally, some permission to, you know, be a poet, write poetry, and go and perform in a public space um, on that. Then I always get the brain back into the, ah, I got to jump in here and go make some money so I kind of push it aside and and I know there's a couple of folks that I like or admire their work who are and here's a thing they're both female coach types and it seems and you guys can challenge me on this one that it's easier for them to, or for the ladies, to get away with expressing that side of themselves and have that as a part of their business and their coaching and stuff. And in my own brain, perception, limiting belief, wrong belief, however you want to term that was, you know, here's a big army dude <laughs> you know doing all the corporate work that I do do that the poet doesn't fit inside of that corporate image and so I've only done the poetry onto my sort of soul cruiser site but as this shifting and where I've drawn my line now is in actually Let's talk to talk and walk to walk and be where I want to be at in this mode of coaching very much more centered on the human-centered coaching and well-being and spirituality and potential and of, of human potential, not just, you know, being a task machine or productivity machine, but actually going on that journey of indi individuation as Jung termed it that journey to wholeness and being a whole human with multiple dimensions that is humanity being human and so I did my first poem I wrote in a while and I put it on there because I came across Mark Nepo, Nito, Nepo, 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 um, and it was almost like because and he's not a coach, but he's a you know a spiritual writer-ish and does retreats and things, but he also, in addition to his non-fiction writes poetry but through his words I could and I know this from poetry it speaks to the soul and for me it was like okay you're great so I'm working with people in this space of spirit and soul and the mind body spirit the you know the three components of us there 
and a way yes we've got words and logic but a way to speak to the soul especially given my passion for poetry a love of poetry to be able to connect with and reach people soul <laughs> um, in that sense so yeah so I've given myself that permission to to do that so creativity and that was a that's where we were at on that value <laughs> which leads nicely into leads nicely into my last of my core values as I said we have lots of values but then there are some that are core to us core to your being that if you took those away you wouldn't be able to tolerate or stand it you just wouldn't stand it for too long is courage and there's physical courage and there's moral courage and I'm talking probably more here about moral courage because for me moral courage is about standing up for what you believe in which you know which one of those components is in believing in yourself and having to courage to be yourself having to courage to let your weird self hang out all out you know don't try and hide it don't try and tone it down for people you know put on these masks that and present this person who you think people want you to be who you believe they need to be in order to fit in with the crowd with the herd to be accepted to not be ostracized or ridiculed and having the courage to take that step and to to do that hello Oh, you got lots of friends with you. <laughs> Hello, buddy. And so, yeah, having the courage to step out and do that and be you and not to hide your light. And I think that's a tremendous thing. Yes. So... And part of the journey that I'm on in this evolution of me as coach is exactly that, to say, you know what? Here is the space that I play in. Here's me, which is why I gotta get these values up on the website as well. And here's the space that I, I play in. Here's whom I want to work with in a coaching sort of sense. And this is the way I'm going about the game. This is me, basically, is what I'm saying. Here I am. If you like my ideas, stick around. Let's exchange ideas, share ideas, walk the path together. If what I have to say or how I say it in the format that I present it doesn't look like everybody else's, doesn't fit the mold, then there's 10 billion other people that you can go connect with who resonate with you. 
And that's the thing is, there's a lot of us doing this, the work of helping people in the coaching sense, mentoring sense. And we're all individuals, but we are trying to help people get to the top of the mountain. I like that metaphor about there's many paths to the top of the mountain. The view is all the same. So we're all leading people up to the top of the mountain, just taking different paths. And you just have to find the person whom you have a shared, who you share their vision, you share their value, you know, have shared values with them, like the direction that they are going, like the path that they're proposing to lead you up. Um, and yeah, you go with, you go with that, you go with that person. And for, you know, I was in a space, and I guess, you know, a lot, some of that stems from you know, being a you know being a solopreneur, freelancer type, where you're like, all right, well, I gotta appeal to lots of people, um, because yeah, you know, you want to get some coin so you can stay in the game. But in actuality, although it's counterintuitive, the broader you are, the less people that you connect with because people can't see themselves in you they can't find that shared values vision place that you each want to go they can't see you in them and so the connection isn't necessarily made but by being your authentic self, me being my authentic self, my authentic, weird, mad, crazy self, then those with whom the madness resonates with, we can be mad together. And I'll leave you with that. Let's be mad together. Have a great day. Doing whatever it is that you do. Most importantly, be you.